When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. You know, the Vikings have that gaping hole at left tackle. I've seen some chatter that maybe they do a deal to get Orlando Brown, who has made his discontent known in Baltimore and <laughs> wants to be a left tackle. But you got to come out of the draft with an answer. And I know Ezra Cleveland is the guy who's penciled in to slide over. But if you do that, then you got a hole at left guard. So that offensive line... Side to side, all five spots. Got to be a little bit better. We've talked about this before, Paul, the idea that Kirk Cousins is very good with the play that's called. Not very good with the play that you have to come up with on the fly. I think that was from uh, Vikings.com, actually, with uh, a newcomer a newcomer in the football space hosting that show with uh, Mike Florio. Paul Allen. Paul Allen. And Did Mike you see Florio that kitchen Florio's got going? That's a was nice. That, was that his? Yeah. That's a was that nice. His, was that his summer home or was it his? That's a nice home? kitchen. Granite. Yeah, it looks, that's it looks expensive. Really Look really nice. That's really expensive. I think Florio is probably doing pretty well for himself oh, after yeah. for ten years of. Oh like, yeah. PFT. You yeah. like that? Uh, I, I, and I will say, and not that he would know all the intricate details of the Vikings' offensive line shuffling, but uh, the, it's right guard that Ezra Cleveland currently plays, not left guard, Mike. So get oh, it, wow. get it. Right. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. you're coming at him. Yeah. This is a comments from YouTube edition of Purple Daily here. Mackie and Judd, our executive producer, Declan. And Purple Daily is presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. All kinds of great comments and questions. We take any and all from you guys each week. We do monitor the comment section. We love the community that you guys have helped us create through Purple Daily, whether you listen to the podcast version, whether you listen to us on the radio in the Twin Cities from 5 to 6 o'clock on Score North Radio, or whether you're part of our YouTube community. Uh, we love it. We're looking forward to draft week and weekend. And we've got plenty of live and uh, podcast content ready to rock for you late next week. Before we get into some of these comments from YouTube, uh, Declan, mm-hmm. I feel like the work is never complete trying to perfect that golf swing, but uh, your friends are helping you quite a bit. It oh, yeah. Like. My friend is the PGA Tour Superstore in Minnetonka. So I, I went down there a few weeks ago, actually about almost a month ago now, and I, I've been playing on these old rinky-dink clubs. I, I've been basically using Dakota Dozier-level protection on me when I'm on the course. And don't be wrong, Dakota Dozier's an admirable human being, and he's a great guy. But he probably has no business continuing to be in the NFL for as long as he is, and you're not going to get very far with, with those clubs. So... I went there, I had the swing monitor, they showed me the apex, the spin rate, they told me what clubs could give me more to my game and more yards to my to, to, to my strokes. I'm all for it. I can't wait for it. 
uh, was the van fitting experience at the PGA Tour Superstore. Combinations of club heads and shafts. Let me tell you, there was there was heavier irons. There was lighter irons. I want the lighter ones. I'm a smaller guy. I don't think that's any. That's not a shocker to anyone here. So I want these nice lighter irons. It, it, it's like butter. Just absolutely right in the air. No more bumping and running. I'm putting that baby in the air. I'm getting on the green. <laughs> all right. And I okay, can't easy wait. Easy Phil Mickelson. Yeah, yeah. Easy. I'll, I'll, I'll be breaking easy. 100 this year you thanks like to my that? friends you at the like PGA that? Tour Superstore Whoa. in Manitoba. Whoa. Wow, breaking 100 now. Yeah, That's I'll good. Be breaking 100. <laughs> Big time goals. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, comments from YouTube here. <clears throat> Let's start with Wood Turner. Wood Turner. He says, uh, You guys, uh, last week we said if we get to 50,000 subscribers, we'll, Declan will brush a horse, right? <laughs> or or, so, or soak with a horse or ride a horse. Ride, or, ride a horse. Ride, yeah. with a horse, right? ride a horse. And uh, Wood Turner says, Hey, you have to have something to offer for someone to subscribe. You need to dump the gray bearded guy. Ooh. Whoa, that's hard. well. Listen, it, if it helps us get to fifty thousand subscribers, sorry, Judd, we'll ju- we'll dump the gray bearded guy. Yeah. Hold on a second here. I got a question. Which one? Because Phil's got some gray <laughs> in that beard too. So you got to be more specific. Are you talking about me? Because you know, last time I checked, I got a haircut. I got this thing trimmed up very nicely. There's a lot. Le- there's a lot less noticeable gray since I've got it trimmed. So I don't know who he's talking about. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's not Declan. I know you that. Definitely, it's not me. You've hacked off some of the gray here. Uh, Kevin in Milwaukee says, I've got questions for days for you guys. How about a Rob Brzezinski appreciation day? That man is the glue holding these players together in purple. He makes miracles. Do you guys have some stats or side notes or interesting (laughs) stories about Rob Brzezinski that nobody else knows? Uh, Please let me know. Now, Judd Judd covered... Uh, Rob Brzezinski's been in that front office for like two decades. Uh, Jeb was a, was the lead star to be a beat writer. Do you have any just anecdotes? Like, I feel like he's he's such an anonymous figure. He's been yeah. around for so long. So, What's he like? If if for the audience that just has no idea, other than him being a brilliant capologist, what explain Rob Brzezinski to people? Rob is very he, Rob is brilliant. He's very 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 smart. He's also quiet. He's very happy. And this is the, one of the keys to his success is he's very happy to be below the radar all of the time like he doesn't need your praise he doesn't need your approval uh but the best story that i've got is i think that rob was the guy who came up with the idea for the steve hutchinson um poison pill contract which which was so so seattle instead of making um hutchinson what he got the franchise tag but he, but I, or no, I'm sorry, he got the transition tag, which meant that Seattle ha- had the right to match, but it didn't give them as much power as the franchise tag does. And so Brzezinski came up with the, and this pissed the league off to no end. He came up with the genius plan of seven years, 49 million, with the caveat being if Steve Hutchinson played X amount of games in the state of Washington, where Phil is now, that the whole contract becomes guaranteed. Well, the Seahawks had. At that time, their left tackle was Walter Jones, who I believe had a clause in his contract that he had to be the highest paid offensive lineman on the team. Okay, we're talking about a salary cap league, right? That means that if Hutchinson had had been re-signed by Seattle, they would have then had to get in and redo Walter Jones's contract, which they couldn't do. And, and the Vikings did this all brilliantly, while Mike Holmgren, who was in charge in Seattle at the time, was on vacation. Amazing. So basically, they left Seattle, and the league got really mad about. Wait, this. Wait, what like, time league, of year was this? Uh, March. 
It was free agency. Mike Holmgren and Mike, Mike Holmgren had done. Earned, he's, they, he's on vacation during free agency. Well, they. I think it was right before it started. I think it was going to be right before it started, and they. Okay. they I, I mean, this was really hanky. I'm not saying it was all above board, but that's yeah. not the point. The point is, it was a genius contract. It got the league mad, and then and then the best part was Seattle's comeback as uh, we'll get you to the Vikings was we're going to sign Nate Burleson to a poison pill contract. Well, think about that trade for a second. Hall of Fame, left guard, unbelievable, solidified the line beyond belief, and Nate Burleson's a nice player. So the Vikings and Brzezinski absolutely won that. And I do think that Rob was the brains behind the whole, let's put a poison pill to make it impossible for them to match. Amazing. Yeah, that's... uh... I'm just wondering too on the Seattle front back in the day, you know, think about how much of a pain in the ass it is when you have to deal with clauses and contracts like I must be the highest paid player at my position. So okay, so if like another Hall of Fame offensive lineman comes into the mix and the cap has gone up in the last two years since you signed that contract, we can't bring that guy in. Yeah, well, your ridiculous contract, Walter Jones or whatever you, you said. Yeah. Keep in mind though, too, in two thousand and that was two thousand six. Keep in mind at that time. The only position really that really, really was thought about offensive line-wise was left tackle. Like, it's changed now. At that time, guards just weren't appreciated. Uh, Now it's completely different. But so, like, at that time, at that time, basically the thought process in football, and it was right back then, it's not right now, was your dominant dominant guy that can rush the quarterback is going to be on the right end, so it's the blind side of – of a right-handed quarterback and the dominant player, your, your best player on the offensive line, is going to be the left tackle to block said guy. So that was the thought, but I mean, that's where Childress was very smart. Childress got, got here and said, Hutchinson's great. Let's go get him. And Brzezinski did the math on it. And that was a huge step in changing the franchise. Yep. So I would say like, there's a lot of people that, you know, tongue in cheek or not say that the NFL salary cap is a myth. Well, it's not, but it kind of is when you have a guy as brilliant as Rob Brzezinski running your capology inside the Vikings organization. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's uh, we yeah Rob Brzezinski Appreciation Day. He's great. Just don't don't sign good, not great quarterbacks to great quarterback <laughs> money. That's the only thing I would say with him. Okay, Charlie Maldonado said in reaction to the one of the mock draft sims we did, where we our goal was to trade back in the first round. He said trade back. How does this help the team? How has this helped the team in the past? Make this team better now. So I'll take his comment and just phrase it as a question. Are you guys philosophically married to trading back as much as Rick Spielman seems to be? I I guess I'm sort of in the mindset of quality over quantity in 2021 whenever possible. Dex, go ahead. Well, the the problem is because they don't have the second-round pick and because Panay Sewell and Slater will most likely be off the board – uh, I'm. I think that's where it's intriguing to possibly trade back because, I mean, at that point, you could get a wide receiver. You might be able to get Micah Parsons, who's a, supposed to be a good linebacker. But this team's biggest need is tackle, and one of those two tackles are supposed to be very good in the draft. And then you're, if they're off the board, then you might be reaching. Like Vera Tucker projects to be a guard. I could see a situation where it makes a lot more sense to trade back. I think what, and we talked about. I talked about this on Ventline with a couple fans last Sunday. Spielman, outside of trading back into the first round to get Teddy in 2014, he doesn't really trade up. He's never he's never really made the splash to trade up in the draft, at least to my recent memory. He's never made that significant of a move. He made up one spot to get Matt Khalil, but he's never made a yep. spot where he went from 14 to 9 to get one to get Slater, per se. So 
I think it it would be intriguing for once instead of trading back and accumulating more of the of the lottery tickets, have have the Cojones two to move up, and and possibly get the guy that can really fortify your line and 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 fix this team immediately. So actually, I, I understand the trepidations of not always wanting to trade back. I I think you should possibly trade up if the solution is there. Yeah, I'm on team trade up for the most part. I think I'm I would be fine with them trading back if if the like if the draft board played out. To where all the quarterbacks, like four quarterbacks came off the board and three offensive linemen came off the board, um, and it's mostly defensive players, then I'm fine with them trading back from 14 to 19 or something. But I think they should be looking to trade back up into the second round if they can get their hands on. Like if Christensen, the tackle from BYU, falls into the middle of the second round, like go get him. Go get him if you haven't drafted someone. And they might do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, Michael Harrington. So on the Trey Lance, we did a couple uh, drafts where Trey Lance fell to the Vikings. Michael Harrington says on YouTube, when you pick Trey Lance instead of trading back, you lost me. And then Tony Holt just says on that, you guys are clueless. <laughs> so on the on the on the notion of drafting Trey Lance if he falls to fourteen, well, really? Um, are we are we are we worthy of criticism? No, this is a, no, at 14, this is a quarterback. Look, I mean, if you believe that this is the guy, uh, then no. I mean, that's the, that's the one position that in 2021, I think you absolutely, now I don't think that they will. Let me be clear. So if, if you're defending them in some weird way, that's fine. But if you have Trey Lance among your top quarterbacks and he falls to 14, and you just immediately trade back and bail and like, oh, we're not going to take him unless you think he's bad. No, you've got to solve. Again, I come back to this. You have to solve this problem. And the reason why I believe that Trey Lance, if he's there at 14 and you take him, why I'm on board with that, because you're immediately going to hear cries of what about Ponder? Ponder failed. But Ponder was different in this sense. Christian Ponder was taken because the Vikings were desperate for a quarterback. They were desperate. Less, less Frazier's goal was v- veteran guy. They trade for McNabb, who was a disaster. Spielman's goal, Spielman's goal is actually right, young guy. But the problem is both were trying to find an immediate starter, Phil. Yeah. In this sense, if you took uh, Trey Lance, you would be saying, we think enough of this guy that he could be our start- starting quarterback starting in 2000, probably 22, 23. But my guess is 22. And you've got Kirk. So, so to call to to say that we're clueless for trying to solve this problem, I think is clueless. How about that? Wow, you're mm-hmm. yeah, you're you're. Clueless. I came right at you. <laughs> you're clueless, but we love you, Tony. Thank you for watching and listening. We appreciate you. Uh, Tommy Johnson says because I think we were mentioning last week. Uh, some people were one one person commented like, "Wow, you guys don't look anything like I would thought." And so Tommy Johnson says, <laughs> "Judd looks exactly like what he sounds like." Mackie definitely sounds like a game show host from the late 90s. And Declan sounds like me at age 23. Hopeless Vikings fan that loves his adult beverages and is not in a Facebook official relationship. That's that's mean. That's just cruel. I mean, is it is it mean or is it spot on? It's not not inaccurate. I I think I look exactly like I sound. Oh, wow. So I, I have to be in a Facebook. So I, I'm not in a Facebook. No, you know, he's saying that he, that him that that you remind him of himself at age 23. Oh, okay. Even though Declan is not 23, Declan yeah. is closer, much closer to 30 yeah. than he is 23. The skincare man, I'm telling you, you people people rag on me for all the money I spend on my skincare and my hair, but you look like okay, this at post 28. Your, 
post your skincare routine to Twitter. No chance. And see what the comments Oh, yeah, do it. It'd no. be great. Come on, no, dude. I, I, I'll post mine. God. Little soap. <laughs> soap. Soap dial. on my face. Judd, Judd skincare routine. No, I got that stuff. A half stuff. bar of dial. I got that stuff in the jar that I put on, on the, the um, um, what, what's that thing called? The, uh, a loofah? A loofah. Yeah, I got a loofah. You know, like that. Just put it right in my face. Judd uses a, di- a dishwashing sponge you. and some dial. Oh, and just uh, I am a loofah guy. You, you, you use one of those to... like metal metal uh, grill cleaning uh, brushes on your face, right? <laughs> you can see it in the beard. You you could actually do that. No, 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 no. Sure, you uh, could get this all right. stuff Pulford, on your Pulford Skoll oh, says, Pulford. okay, last week we also talked about Declan uh, offering up to get close to horses if we get to 50,000 followers. Or subscribers, Declan, come down to Tennessee, Pulford School says. I have two quarter horses, and I'll teach you. I'll film and send to Judd and Phil. Dave B. says, full-on thoroughbred horse, stabled at Canterbury Downs. Oh, no, he died. And and Paul no. Allen will do the call on the brushing. <laughs> that, and he's loose. Oh, that, oh, man. that horse might actually kick Declan. <laughs> and if, if Declan got kicked by a horse, he'd fly to, like, Burnsville. It would be funny to see Declan try to ride a horse bareback and get I, thrown there, off. God, no. I would pay money for that. <laughs> you could get paralyzed by that. Thank you. Be hilarious. That's why I want nothing to I, do with I, that. I grew up on a hobby farm with horses, and uh, and I can tell you that they're much more friendly than Declan is painting. Why don't we stick Dex on a jumping horse and see how that goes? Oh, God. I wouldn't do that. Scares the living Equestrian. out of me. Plus, I'm too fat to be on a horse. Uh, Pat Infante comments on YouTube. Uh, would Mackie and Judd have to retire or change careers if the Vikings actually won the Super Bowl or even made it with Kirk Cousins? Imagine an NFC Championship game where they have to root against the Vikings just to save any ounce of credibility they might have left. Laugh out loud. I'll hang up and listen. Listen, Pat. First of all, there's a <laughs> there's a zero percent chance that the Vikings can win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins as a top three salary cap quarterback. I hate it, and and it's it sucks to say it because that's what he is this year. So I'm basically telling you, like, they can't win a Super Bowl this year with him making that much money. No quarterback in the history of the NFL has ever won a Super Bowl making more than 13% of a team's cap. He's at 17%. If there's going to be a quarterback that bucks that trend, it'll be a Pat Mahomes type, not Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. So that's like, if you know, in terms of, you know, would we be rooting against the Vikings if they buck that trend? No, it would be amazing if they buck that trend. But we're like I think, and I don't want to speak for you guys, but what I'm telling you is that trend matters, and they are above that trend line right now. So, so, so we're he's here saying, telling them to fix it. So he's saying because I've said that the Vikings aren't going to win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins, that that I would root against the Vikings in the conference championship game just to be just proven to be right. right. Would you? No, no, no. I would be happy if they. Are you kidding? Do you know what it would mean for business? Um, uh, uh, for everybody, if this team went to a Super Bowl, do you know what it would mean if this team won a Super Bowl? You know how much fun that would be. No, I think, you, I think you'd I be rooting a little bit. You'd be rooting a little for like an interception on the first throw, just a little. Well, and then, things started and then to go could, wrong. And then you could be like, sports you know, dad. Oh well, I mean, let's not let's not forget that that we had talked about the fact that the Case Keenum um, um, carriage ride he was going to turn into a pumpkin, and in Philadelphia when he threw that ball across the field and it got picked, I thought to myself, "There's what I was expecting." So I was vilified, or not? I, I I was I was proven correct. I shouldn't say vilified by that, but anyway, no, the Vikings of Super Bowl would be spectacular. 
I they were I was seven the last time that they went. Also, like this is what's no. amazing. Kirk Cousins has him. come nowhere near a Super Bowl at any point in his career. Right. And people blame everything else around him all the time. If things if there's one thing wrong around him, it's that thing's fault. It's never his fault. Yeah. Like yeah. so, anyways. Uh Benjamin Nelms. The good news is the Vikings are just three pieces away from a Super Bowl. The bad news is those three pieces are head coach, quarterback, and GM. <laughs> I disagree with that. I but I'm bum. In fact, I think if 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 the season doesn't go well, I would be careful changing all three of those. I've been adamant about that on this show. Yep, Fran- like those are the pillar the pillars of your franchise are, are ownership, which the Vikings have good ownership, down to GM they have a good GM. Yep, head coach they have a good head coach, maybe not great at any of those, and they have a good quarterback, good, 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 good across the board, right? And that might not equate to Super Bowl, but it certainly doesn't equate to 2-14. and 14. There's a reason why the Vikings are a competitive team on a regular basis. If you roll the dice and replace all three of those things, there's yep. a good chance one of them is a train wreck because, like, you're probably not going to nail all three. So you just got to be careful. Like, I would replace one at a time whenever possible. I wouldn't blow the whole thing sky high. Just something to note. My own well, thought. and I, I think if you were to put odds on which one of those three – stands the best chance of not being back in 2022, it's coach. the coach. Because mm-hmm. the GM, I mean, the GM can always sort of get himself away from being aligned with the coach. Now, the Wills might not buy that, but they might. I think Kirk is probably back next year, just off the top of my head, just guessing. So, yeah, I and you know what? If the coach gets replaced, a lot of the philosophies do. It would be in- interesting to see. The thing we don't know is how much the Wills truly align Rick with Mike at this point. And if Rick is trying to, in some ways behind the scenes, sort of distance himself there, like those are, those are the inner politics of the situation that we just don't know. Yep. Yeah. I I think, I I really think that Rick is, is pretty safe at this point. Like he can always say, listen, I build good rosters. You know, we're give me, give me a chance to hit on a great quarterback at some point and maybe, or, or a, we need that one extra offensive line piece. I know that I've been slacking in that area, but he can always point to Daniil Hunter and Stefan Diggs and Eric Kendricks and yeah. all these impact players, right? So, uh, by the way, these questions and comments from YouTube presented also by Federated Insurance. So if you're a business owner out there, it helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate those challenges of running a business. So I've been a business owner in my past, and... Uh, I understand, like it's a roller coaster. One one minute you're loving it, one minute you're taking care of employees and and uh, putting out fires, but it's exhilarating. And Federated is here to help you ride that roller coaster and give you risk management tools and expertise. Federatedinsurance.com and Federated, it's our business to protect yours. It would be an incredibly interesting exercise to um, get Rick and Mike in separate rooms and have them make their cases for why they've done a better job and shouldn't be fired. Than the other guy, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it would be really interesting because you know what Mike would say? Mike would say, I told him to draft Kendricks and Barr and Hunter, and I developed those guys. So, like, Rick drafted them, but I did all of the work. And you hired me to coach defense. And until 2020, I did a really good job. It, and, and Rick would come back with, yeah, but I built the roster. I did this. And, and Mike would – the hammer Mike would have privately would be to say, I never wanted Kirk. In fact, go pull go pull his quote from the combine before they signed Kirk that said we don't want the high priced 
QB. And he would say, I got stuck with Kirk and that, that hamstrung me roster wise from what you could do for me. Mm-hmm. It would be a really interesting back and let's, forth. Let's do that role play next week on Purple Daily. Okay. Let's do it. And then Declan can play Mark Wilf. Or Z- Actually, can you play Ziggy Wilf and bring a fake mustache? Oh, I love it. I can, I can definitely. Nah, I can put a little, little Wario on. Come in as Yeah. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Uh, Ziggy Wilf here. <laughs> yeah, the Wario mustache in play. Take right, my wife, you. please. Take my wife. <laughs> Thanks for all the questions and comments in the YouTube comment section and for everyone who also listens to the show and interacts with us on other platforms, whether it's Instagram or Twitter. We appreciate you guys, and like we said, we're looking forward to draft week next week, schedule release week in a couple weeks. It's going to be a big three-week stretch here for, uh, for the Vikings and Purple Daily, so we'll see you guys tomorrow.